0: to Tales, Tunes, and Tomfoolery, starring Jerry Springer, with Gene Galvin and me, I am Maria Carelli. We are recorded live in front of a brilliant studio audience here in Folk School Coffee Parlor of Ludlow, Kentucky. And now here he is, ladies and gentlemen, Jerry Springer. Thank you! Thank you, thank you. Whoa, 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 sit down, sit down.
1: Huge, huge throng of people. Yes, Hey, well, um, the park. It's almost impossible to park here. It gets. Uh, that's yeah, why that's, you got to come early.
2: Well, that's why I was very sad to hear that the Ludlow City Bus Company failed. I'm not going you know, to try oh. to sugarcoat it failed as my entrepreneurial venture, but it uh, what allowed it things to move a little failed. more easily around Ludlow. What do you
1: mean that it had no customers or they couldn't find anyone to be drivers? Yeah, a driver. no
2: riders, and a the bus there company no with ride. no riders, it will not it stand. It won't work. Yeah. Maria Corelli he was here for Give Maria! Maria! Woo! A new addition to our podcast. It's not her first night. She's done some other episodes yes. with us, but she wasn't here for the last
1: couple of episodes. Which is a great way to start. <coughs> well, yeah, when, when we hired her, she yeah. said, hey, look, I want to do this. I love this, but. But I can't ever come. I know, well. <laughs> But otherwise, her resume was just perfect. She didn't say
2: that, but but she did say, I've got a trip planned to Mexico. And uh, first of all, I want to ask you a couple things about Mexico. Uh, And Maria, for people who don't know, she is a singer-songwriter, and she's a bunch of things, but she is a singer-songwriter. So she's out touring plenty, and I'm going to ask you pretty regularly where are you these days? Because some people in oh, yeah. this region, and sometimes yeah. you get across country and yeah, all, all over the place. Room. You went to Mexico, uh, and it was basically a vacation. You have gone down there for a music festival. I know another yeah. time. Yeah, yeah.
0: So I've toured down there before for a festival,
2: and that was in the Baja.
0: Yeah, in Todos Santos, which is the tip of the Baja Peninsula. Yeah.
2: Okay. <laughs> and yeah, you, I was in. Yeah, I was in Cabo. Yeah, and and I and you were you made some cracks so. Uh, so I, like you, that yeah. th- that you went to uh, that the Baja is like rich people's place. This, I went to the Baja. I went to San Felipe about halfway down uh, the Baja. Oh, wait, wait, little wait. fishing village. Oh. Wonderful, by the way. Oh. I recommend it. No, Wasn't I'm, a I'm rich sure, people? I'm there, sure right? it's
1: very nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But the, but right, the, yeah. Just, but yeah, very, yeah. Cabo was over on, the top. It was over. I, I, I will say even <laughs> you felt ashamed. <laughs> it was, <laughs> yeah. It was over the top. We stayed at a place. Where they don't even put the name of it. This is true, on the gate. It's really? just so if you don't know, if you don't have a reservation there,
3: mm.
1: you, don't go there. You don't know. You, Maria know and that. I are not going in. No, to go. oh, there's no. We well, don't even hear. know where yes. the hell that is. <laughs> don't, I don't even know how to get think in. Think about it.
0: I think I know where that is.
1: Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Oh, and um, um, and you get your own villa, and you get That's your obnoxious. own. That's obnoxious. It really is. And, you, and, and, and you, like your own butler and your own chef and your own, and you have your own pool. That's up.
0: Oh nice. yeah, I've I've been there.
1: Yeah, sure. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. How long did it take you to clean the pool? <laughs> oh, 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 How rude! Why would I say I'm something like his that? Humor, his humor. <laughs> yeah. humor is actually <laughs> it's mean. So mean. <laughs>
2: hey, hey, Maria, yeah. where where uh, this go round? Where were you? You were in Oaxaca. And- yeah.
0: So uh, a couple friends and I we. We all enjoy traveling. Yep. And so, as you said, this was more of um, kind of a a trip for pleasure instead of instead of touring. Other musicians, though. They they weren't. They were other writers, though. So we all did a bunch of writing down there. Oh no! Very inspirational. But we decided to take a trip down to Oaxaca, which is pretty much southern Mexico. Yep. And um, capital of mezcal, capital of mole. Um, some mm-hmm. really incredible food. Some of the world's best food is down there, and um, uh, you haven't
1: gained a pound.
0: <laughs> oh well, thank you, Jerry. I love yeah. Yeah. I I, Mexico.
1: Mexico yeah. is so cool, isn't it? It, it? is. Yeah,
0: and it it, it's really it was
1: really cool, and, and you it, know it was, how to climb walls. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're. She's a rock climber, so you yeah. could get back.
0: I got over it pretty easy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but um, Day of the Dead, Día de los Muertos was down there. So we kind of went down there for that celebration. Oh, nice. So nice. just the streets are filled with people in costumes with no kidding. faces so it, painted with the sugar. No
2: kidding. It's a skull. big deal festival for, Yeah, it's
0: huge. Just like all day oh. long and all night long, bands playing oh, traditional. Wow. That's what
2: took you down music. there for that yeah, festival? We, yeah, we so
0: we went down there to celebrate that. And I remember there was just one point where we were we we're all three of us just standing, holding hands, and it was raining, and and the whole streets were just packed, and everyone Even though was dancing, raining,
2: packed with yeah. people. Yeah, packed with people
0: partying. Like some of the scariest costumes you'll ever see, some of the most beautiful dressed up women ever. It, it was a whole mix of people.
2: Very cool. Did you go it's down beautiful. to uh, the beach? A beach area as well? Did you say?
0: Yeah. Where so was that? we rented a car and drove it about six hours through um a really was terrifying it, mountain pass. Was, was it
1: unlimited mileage?
0: <laughs> I went. It's
2: an idea whose time is coming. <laughs> <laughs> Not quite here yet, but it's coming.
0: But yeah, that was down. Is that to in it. the
2: Yucatan area where you went to the beach? Was that like like um, near Cozumel and Isla Mujeres and Cancun and all that stuff or a different it, part? It
0: was it was pretty much straight south of uh, Oaxaca. Okay. So Oaxaca's Almost the southernmost of Mexico and then six hour drive and then we were on the the beach beautiful so the beaches. Pacific beautiful really uh, scary waves though
2: oh no kidding
0: not big not a big swimming ah. <laughs> place okay but yeah again some of the best seafood and and the culture is just so yeah, incredible down there yeah
2: it's a very very cool country it's a uh, kind of underutilized. For people who want to uh, travel out of the country and mm-hmm. uh, people who go to Asia or Europe or various places, Mexico, and early part of my <phone rings> marriage. I'll get that, Gene. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. <laughs> oh, hey, hold on one second. Yeah, go ahead. Who is this? Louis. Louis, back. You're on the air. <laughs> I just put you on speaker and put you on the air of the podcast. How how's it going? Are you doing the podcast tonight? Yeah, right now. Well, you're on the air. I just put it on speaker. So. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Louis.
1: Well,
2: there's still time for you to hear the rant. Everybody, how's everybody doing? Yeah, yeah they all. Yeah, 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 yeah. I want to hear it. You're be doing fine. up so, close and personal. Well, you're there. You come into the show? Well, come on over, at least get here for dinner and you can pay for dinner, all right? (laughs) (laughs) Well,
1: I'm glad
2: things haven't changed. (laughs) We got Ryan Sinclair on from Lexington, Kentucky. Cheers, Ryan Sinclair. Actually, it's actually her third appearance on our podcast. She's now on Lewis, she's now on her second solo album, though she's had three other albums she's done with her band. And uh, she's got a holiday album out. She's going to do a song from that. It's going to be amazing. Well, I can't wait to hear that.
0: I'm on my way over right now at light speed. I
1: want to see this. Come on. Okay, we'll leave a parking space <laughs> for you out front. What are you driving?
2: <laughs> hey, Louis, what are you driving? The Tesla or the Maserati or the Lamborghini? What are you driving? Oh, no, I've, I've, I've doomed it down, dumbed it down a little bit. I'm in my Ferrari. Oh, okay. <laughs> Loser. All right. Come on over, Lewis. I can't tell if he's joking or not. Oh, no, he's not. <laughs> and we got a seat for you right up front here. Yeah. We got, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we got you. We, we got you set up. Okay. See ya. You know, when you do. I'm a broadcast professional, by the yeah, way. Yeah, we can tell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But is- why wouldn't you turn. Your phone your off. Your phone off. I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's just... Turn the dinger off.
1: Yeah. I mean, What's the deal? Yeah.
2: Just, yeah. Yeah, j- just thinking that maybe you...
1: Now I've lost my whole train of thinking. <laughs>
2: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, yes. Mexico's cool. Yeah.
0: And so a, beautiful. Quick
2: last question. I want to ask Jerry something on the political side of this. Uh, where are you touring mm-hmm. next? Where are you headed in this region?
0: Um. So I am... I'm actually... Uh, releasing an album myself, and I'm going to be touring on it this summer. So Super. all over, all over. Oh, promoting regionally. your album,
2: yes. which will come out this spring and summer, you're saying? Yeah. Oh, that's okay. great. So there'll be more weeks that you'll
1: miss. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Man, where did you find her, Jean? It's all part of the deal. <laughs> no, no. If you, if you want the best, if you yeah, want the best, you got to be able you gotta to take the rest. You yeah. Know? <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: No, that's cool. That's great. uh, Yeah,
0: yeah, I'm excited. All
2: right, wanted to ask you, Jerry. uh, Mm -hmm. I mean, it's hard. It's just crazy, and it's almost hard to explain this. But the president kicked out a reporter from a major network, that being CNN, for asking too many questions. Basically, yeah. They said one. They first said it was some other thing. He got physical with an intern, pushed her away when she tried to take a mic. Uh, Saturday night did a h- uh, hilarious bit on that.
1: Oh, did you see? It was, oh, it was wonderful.
2: Hilarious, wonderful. Showing that poor young woman who ha- had the role of reaching in to grab the mic, and it, yeah. they had her down anyway. Um, so they took away his credential, his yeah. so-called hard pass, so yeah. he can't even get on property to do his job. What's your take
1: on that? Well, as unless you're listening tonight to this live. Uh, by the time you hear this, the situation may have changed. But what it's been originally is, as you just said, Gene, um, there's, the president was in the, uh, the White House press room and taking questions from all the reporters there. And uh, Jim Acosta, who is a reporter with CNN, and a uh, very tough reporter, asked tough questions, and, uh, you know, has been on Trump, quite a bit, um, was asking questions and wanted a follow-up question and maybe even another one or whatever, and as you said, the intern, uh, whose job it was to take the mic and give it to various reporters who had questions, went up and started to take the mic away from him, Jim, uh, Acosta, and he held on to it because he had another question and, you know, she tried to jerk it away from him and he put up his hand and, the result of that was that later that day, the white house removed his press credentials and said, you can't, you don't have uh, the right to be on the white house grounds anymore. And when they said that, uh, what happened was they said the reason that he, they took the credentials away was because uh, he had placed his hands on the intern and The reality was, and they even showed a tape then, but they found out that the tape that uh, uh, Sarah Sanders, uh, Huckabee Sanders, the press secretary, showed was a doctored tape. In other words, they made up that part of the story. So when that didn't fly, they said, okay, the reason we took away his uh, press credentials was because he was rude and he was unprofessional was the words they used. Well... CNN has now filed a lawsuit against the president, against Sarah Huckabee Sanders, against the uh, 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 chief of staff, Kelly, and a number of other White House officials, saying that his freedom of speech was denied. And now as we speak, there's a hearing going on, I understand, tomorrow, uh, which would be March uh, 15th, not March, November 15th, um, we will find out whether or not he gets his credentials back. That's the situation. CNN is suing because they say it's a violation of his freedom of the press, and they seek a restraining order on that decision. You know, they want the press um, credentials back. All the other networks, including, by the way, and I never thought I would say this, hats off to Fox News. Fox News has joined CNN in the lawsuit with filing an amicus brief that's a friend of the court on the side of CNN saying the White House should have no authority to take away a press credential unless it has to do with security. You know, if if there's a physical danger to the president or who's ever up there or to someone in the White House, then they can remove the person. But if you have an open place to have a press conference. The courts have held in the past, and it certainly is tradition, that they're not allowed to say, they're not allowed to withhold the credentials of any one reporter or any one media outlet, any one newspaper or television station, because it's not just about that reporter, but look what's at stake here. If this is allowed to stand... If Acosta's press credential can be withheld because Trump didn't like the questions he was asking or thought it was too hard or too embarrassing or maybe he was too aggressive or even perhaps rude, which is a funny complaint coming from the president that someone can be too rude. But even if that's the case, then look what that does to every other reporter. To every other news outlet. They now know you better not ask the president a tough question. You better not criticize the administration, because if you get criticized, you could lose your credentials. You could be denied access. Well, if that doesn't interfere with freedom of the press, what does? That's an incredibly chilling effect on a free press in a democratic society. Which, by the way, if you don't have the free press, you don't have a democratic society. The first thing a dictator ever does upon assuming power and maybe jailing the opponents, if not shooting them, the first thing a dictator does is he takes over the press, takes over the local TV stations, the newspapers, shuts them down. You can't be a dictator if you have an opposing point of view being aired in the public. So this should outrage every American, which is, by the way, why we get Fox News, who obviously is a great supporter of the president. Even Fox News says, whoa, that's a step too far. That's a red line you can't cross. Now, the history, there's a long history of presidents and the press not getting along. I mean, just in the lifetime of Gene and me, we, you know, we, we've seen Nixon and Nixon tried to ban the Washington Post after all the Watergate stuff came out, and the Washington Post being on, uh, on Nixon's back the whole time, with that story. Nixon said to his press secretary, "I want n- no reporter from the Post is allowed on White House grounds." And he said to him, and the reason we know exactly what he said is because they have the tapes. He told Ron Ziegler, the uh, press secretary. He said to Ron, you are fired if there is another Washington Post reporter on the White House grounds. So that's how, now, eventually they had to pull that back, realizing that was a bad strategy. We're supposed to have tension between the fourth estate and a government administration. That's the reason it's there. Because if you didn't have that, then the only information we would get about our government is from the government itself. Well, no president is going to stand up and tell us all the things he's doing wrong or anything he might be doing that's shady. You have to have the fourth estate. Otherwise, we have no free society. The whole concept of a democracy is that whoever governs, governs with the consent of the governed. That's why we have the vote. So, But you can't have consent if you don't have any information. It's not substantive. It's why a five-year-old child or a minor can't give consent, let's say in sexual relations, because the consent, a child can't give consent to that. They're not capable yet of giving consent. You have to have substantive knowledge. Well, that's why in a whole society you have to have a free press so that people can get information from all sides and then make their own determination if they consent to have this person govern them. That is the purpose of the—it's why it's the First Amendment, the freedom of the press, freedom of speech, religion, and press, the First Amendment to the Constitution. And Trump's messing with this. So you say to yourself, look, even if we don't like Trump and even if we don't like the people around him, certainly there's someone in that White House that knows that this won't—can't stand, that this is so undemocratic— So why is he doing it? Well, he probably knows he can't get away with this. But he doesn't care. Even if he does know, he doesn't care. Why? That's their strategy. Their strategy is to show they want to get into the fight with the press. They want lawsuits against them from the media. They want to point their fin- have Trump pointing his finger at some reporter standing before he gets on the plane and says, like he said the other day, "You're stupid. That's a stupid question." He wants that fight. Why? Because if he can get into a fight with the media, the media will immediately look partisan. The media is against Trump. That's what he wants. He wants his base to believe, and some other people, perhaps as well that the press is against him. If that is the case, then whatever the press now uncovers, whether it's the Mueller investigation, whatever it is, whatever bad news comes about, about the president, what he's doing, that's either bad policy or illegal or whatever, he can now say, you can't believe the press. You know they're partisan. You know how we're always fighting. So you can't believe what you see in the news. It's fake news. That's their whole strategy. And we're getting caught up in saying, he's not allowed to do that. He knows he's not allowed to do that. He doesn't care. He wants the fight. Here's the good news. The strategy isn't working. That's why we had the blue wave. The fact of the matter is that all that's happened in these last two years, when Trump said, make this midterm election about me, You're voting for me. He went around the country. He used those terms. Vote as if you're voting for me. And the result was he got trounced. Nearly 40 seats that the uh, Democrats picked up in the House, winning the national vote. Remember, Congress, everyone in America gets to vote. He was registered, okay? Okay. That's not just certain states. Every district in America was up for election this, uh, two weeks ago. And the Democrats won by 7 million votes. A thumping. So Trump was on the ballot, and the, the people rejected him. He lost this election. And that's why that strategy of going crazy, of picking fights, of doing all this stuff, isn't working. Let that be a reminder. Only if we all stay active and all start working for the next election. This is a continuous battle. But if we continue to the fight, they're not going to win. They're not going to do away with the democracy. We will make sure that they don't.
0: Yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Um, we want to go ahead and bring our musical guest up. We have Ryan Sinclair back in the house. Yeah. Uh, this is, as Jean mentioned. Uh, this is going to be her third time on the podcast and if that is uh,
1: I think that s- sets a record.
0: I think it sets a record yeah. and it says how much we love her. She's got yes. she's such a powerhouse and uh we love hearing her voice. Now Ryan, I know that um you have just released a video, kind of a holiday video, so to say. Um and uh, we'd love to hear a little bit about that if you want to. Talk to us about what that's about and, um, and, yeah, and this record coming up, too. Yeah,
3: um, I recorded a Christmas EP called Marshmallow World, and uh, it was just a super fun process to record that. I've always wanted to um, record holiday music, and so uh, it was
0: really fun. Great. Sounds awesome. So what song are you going to play for us now? We'd love to hear one. All right, well, this is Let the
3: Light In. (laughs) one you can start to lose faith everybody running every which way The days are getting colder and the nights are longer and we all know what that means the holiday season is coming on quick the streets are bustling and shining way can we try to find
0: Ryan. That was Thank you. Awesome. I am. Um, I'm sure you get this all the time. And um, being a fellow country music lover, you sound so reminiscent of Dolly Parton and Loretta uh-huh. Lynn. Yeah. And I also wanted to say, um, just like the strong voice of Tanya Tucker too, which is she's one of my favorites. Oh um, <laughs>
1: yeah, no one ever mentions her anymore. Yeah. Good.
0: <laughs> um, I we do want to hear though where we can hear. That song, where we can hear the rest of your stuff, and 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 also watch that new video that you released too. So let us know. Yeah, um, everything's available on
3: RyanSinclair.com. It's R H Y A N, and uh, it's on all the digital
0: music platforms, iTunes, Spotify, all that stuff. And great, uh, yeah. Um, and we'd love for you to to uh, lead us out here on Down by the Riverside, if you would.
1: Yes, yeah. will do it.
0: <laughs> and if you'll let Jerry sit in on with it too,
1: <laughs> I'm waiting for some group to say no. <laughs> Just, no, but thanks for asking. But no, we would prefer not. <laughs> oh, it it'll, it'll
0: happen. Yeah.
1: Oh, now it's, now you're gonna. Oh man. Okay.
0: coffee parlor in Ludlow, Kentucky. Thanks to Patrick Kennedy for writing our opening song and to you for listening. Check out our website
1: jerryspringer.com